Krom. You are listening to Bourbon and Barbarians, an actual play recording presented by the Cromcast. And you went to see the curate. So at this point, it's mid-morning. And the way we left the last session, the curate had been knocked down by the ebon energies that surged out of Alois's eye. And it seemed to kill him or take him to the to the brink of death but he was brought back by an acolyte or so that spilled into the room and the curate called off his acolytes and that's basically where we left gameplay sounds about right yeah so so that's the setting so you all are in the chapel uh of payroon and you are there with the curate as well as a couple of his devoted acolytes. Are we free to leave? Do we know if we're, you know? Uh, yeah, at this point, at this point, we, we halted the game with the curate expressing some uncertainty as to what the future would hold for you all, uh, but knowing that you are all horribly cursed um so i think it's maybe best for us to to wait here until they return with oscar if if they're able to catch up with him maybe we should wait here till lunchtime or so well i'll just ask the curate straight up like are we are you holding us here like can we leave he he says no i, I do not know what path you should walk from here. Uh, but I cannot offer any, any, any advice as to what to do with this, with this maligned idol. It just, it, we must keep it safe. Oh, well, sure. You can keep the idol. Well, they've gone after it, right? Because it was sent South. No, it was, it's here with you. all. Okay. That's right. It's in the, it's in the room in a chest in the corner. Uh, and no one can touch it. No touchies. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the the curate says that's 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 fine as far as I can see. I can I can protect this idol, and we will we will do so with our with our lives. Okay, so that neutralizes that. Um, so beyond this mysterious idol, I think that we are we are pledged to go explore the, the wastes, right? The caves. So 
why don't we make preparations to go back out? Might as well. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if the idol came from there, maybe there's a cure up there too. Maybe there was a, like the bugbear we fought didn't have any kind of weird malign powers. Maybe they had something to, I don't know. Maybe they're immune. Something. Yeah. What, what say you, Yotis? Whatever, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> you, are you, like, expressing indifference in character, or, uh... No. Okay. Well, then, I think, <laughs> Alois, let's make preparations. Uh, if, if Yotis wants to join us, he can't, and uh, we'll go back out and find some loot and, and kill some bugbears and learn more about our newfound powers. Yeah. Perhaps we can resist falling into the abyss of evil. So you you all not. you all are leaving the idol here with the curate. Yes. Uh, the curate uh, instructs his two acolytes that are there to uh, to take the the uh, the chest, and he says, "Please let's let's take this to to the innermost sanctum and uh, hold it there until we." devise uh, a more permanent place to hold it. The Holy of Holies? They're taking it to the Holy of Holies. Is it is the Holy of Holies in Peyron's church like just a big old anvil? And like a <laughs> hammer and some tongs. Do you got do you wait wait, it's in the chest, so like none of the the acolytes have to touch it, right? That's correct. Okay. Because I was gonna offer to like carry it wherever they need because I'm already stank eyed over here. So never mind. Yeah, no, it was in the chest, and you opened it while you had your right. uh, uh, cursed eye in full effect, and you saw the horrible shadow energies that were radiating off of it, and you quickly shut the top of the uh, box. Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah, I remember now. Cool. So I think let's go back to the inn, grab our stuff. It's mid morning. Um, we know that we can make it at least out to um, out to the first cave and do some reconnaissance and look around. Might as well, might as well ride live life full of zeal return and drink mead. Cool. So you sat behind that Uh, and you're able to, to be ready to go in short order. You, you head out the front gates and now where do you go from, from the keep? Um, I think let's head east along the road again, back where we, back where we always go. Okay. So you guys are going to the, the caves of chaos. Yeah. And we know there's other baddies out there. We've seen them. I just couldn't get a good, just couldn't hit them. And we know there's the bandit Lord, right? But, um, he seems less important at the moment. Yeah. The only real quest that we have is to go find more, um, explore these caves, map them as best we can, and uh, kill more goblin kin. Right. Well, I mean, there was smoke rising from the the village of Coldfield down the mountain, uh, and much of the keep is out canvassing the the southern and the eastern and the western hills, looking for the the culprits behind that the the slaughter that happened there at the front gates during that horrible storm right and there's something amiss in coldfield as well uh and you all elected 
through talking with Bosch to head out east back towards the Caves of Chaos, and that's where you went on the day prior. Yeah. So did anybody come back from Coldfield? Because that was yesterday. Do we know anything more about that? Nope. Well, let's go talk to Bosch and get a status report, I guess, before we're too hasty. Yeah, because it may be a good idea to go down to Coldfield, like if no, no, none of the Rangers that went down there came back. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you're able to find Bosch along the southern wall where you tend to see him over the past few past few days, uh, and he is uh, down at the the base of one of the parapets, which seems to be a standard <laughs> perspective that that he seems to be like looking up to the guards that are up on the top wall and sort of asking, "What do you see from afar?" and getting reports and trying to keep men moving about and sending them <laughs> out, dispatching. Like he's kind of the guy that's that's on the ground and giving like. Uh, mission statements to the men that are heading out the front gate and he's the guy that's juggling information and getting it to the higher ups that are deeper within the keep so he's he is a a crucial nexus point for all of the information here (laughs) within the keep it's pretty clear he's he's wearing a lot a lot he's wearing a lot of hats uh and so you're able to uh make eye contact with him and he gives you like a, a a one moment and he finishes whatever bit of business he's he's relaying to a few a few men and then comes over to you and he says uh <laughs> good god as he's looking at alois and he says <laughs> are you okay it's just a scratch it's only a flesh wound and uh i've got two eyes i've got one more eye fine and he's he's looking and he says where is where is your compatriot fallen gone to perun he says oh we had a funeral and everything. He he said that that makes sense. I did not I did not immediately put that connect that to you to with y'all, but that does make sense. Uh, and apologies, my warhound is scratching it. Please, I think <laughs> warhound he's, to me. He's going after it. <laughs> so <laughs> so that that like Bosch is putting things together, but it seems like that information has not like fully permeated the 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 guards of the of the fort here the fact that that Yurka himself died and maybe maybe that's just just give it some time i don't know i mean things are kind of crazy right now right and not a lot of people knew Furka and you know things have things have been crazy it's been happening fast but right. uh i say to Bosch uh where are our services needed he says, at this point, we know that there are roving bands of of one-eyed orcs and gnolls on the the southern hills around the some of the some of the farm towns of of Coldfield. It seems it seems as if uh, activities are are ramping up. Yesterday, uh, individual uh, uh, roving bands of our own soldiers were set upon. So at this point, we're still keeping to the the day scouting missions only but we have a small garrison of of uh guards that have been sent out to coldfield to lend support there we need information still across the across the southern hills towards coldfield as well as further east towards these caves of chaos where the the fell creatures might be coming from okay guys time to vote there are three of us so we all need to throw in a a vote we all have word to say, are we going to Coldfield or are we going back to the caves? I say Coldfield. We haven't been down there yet. 
Bosch says you could just as easily stay here as well. It's 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 truly up to you. I feel that at any moment we're about to be outflanked from from whichever side uh, uh, we're not best defending. So we just need to be. Uh, I, I need you where you are, where you will stay. Um. It, I ask if there's a spot that is. Uh, weak in terms of reinforcements or he said uh, Bosch says no I mean your 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 services would be most useful uh out okay. in, the, in the eastern woods or south in Coldfield but if you do want to say here I stay here I, I blame you not I mean these are not the the times that were that we were you know that you were adventuring under just a, a few short days ago by Perun's hammer I will not stay here in this fort and cower I say we ride south and bring back Cycloric ears. Here, here. Clang, clang. Clang, clang. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a cowbell, by the way. I haven't, I, don't, I haven't told you guys yet, but I have a cowbell. <laughs> Bosch says, Bosch says, fair enough. Uh, so just remember that uh, uh, when you when you approach Coldfield, you should be certainly able to make it there by the afternoon hours. Uh, you need to be uh, pitching camp in town uh, and don't, don't, don't be sleeping out on the hills. That could, that, from all accounts, that would be dangerous. We can take enough provisions to stay a night. Yeah. Sounds yeah. fine to me. I've still got my you know, sleeping stuff. Your teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. I like the thought of Alois needing a, a teddy bear in nightlight, even though he's a rogue. Um, yeah, that's canon. He has a teddy bear. You just don't know about it yet. Yet. <laughs> All right. Well, you can be uh, ready to rock and roll. Have your ponies ready to go in, in a drop of a hat. Uh, is that the case? I'm ready. Sure. Okay. I'm ready. So consult the other larger map if you need to. Uh, the the ones that I that I sent you just a, a few short minutes ago, uh, but that should give you a lay of the land as far as where the keep is, and as far as where Coldfield is, and as far as where things are along the the larger you know region as far as where you're positioned. Okay. Well, let's get on it. Okay. Wait a minute. What's up? Show me Cold Coldfield. It's oh, it's on this one. Yeah, okay. So it's well within. Yeah, it's something a, that, a few hours ride. Yes, like within basically a half day's journey. Yeah, similar. I to remember when out. we came north, but I couldn't remember exactly how long it took. Okay, so we'll probably if it's mid morning, getting close to lunch, we probably will spend most of the day riding and get there and. Uh, have to hole up, but at least we can check things out. Yeah, so so you're able to make the trip, and let me go ahead and see if you know what happens along the road. Sure. So you strike out south of the keep and so that that road really does follow the river to to pretty good uh to pretty good effect 
And so as you can see from the, the trail that's on the map, the road meanders quite a bit. I guess about the point where if you're looking on the map, there's a bend uh, about a third of the way down the trail that cuts quite close to the river. Uh, it's about lunchtime and you all stop for a quick bite and you're, you're close to the water. You can actually hear it. Uh, rippling and traveling over the over the rocks, you know, of the of the mountain fork there, and babble, 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 and, babble, and babble. you, you <laughs> notice you notice at that point on the opposite side of the river, uh, uh, it looks to be that there could be a, uh, I guess like a a recessed cave sort of area uh, along along the river and it's 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 a pretty place i mean you know if you were a bit younger and it was a, a more peaceful time maybe you'd want to take a little swim uh, but you're you're sitting there and the reason you notice it uh, alois your your eagle eyes catch it from from your current vantage it seems like there could be a tattered bit of cloth or some some bit of a pennant or something like that on the on the ground and that's what sort of attracts your attracts your eyes basically a little bit of fluttering of canvas or something of the like and it draws your attention to hey it looks like there's a little bit of a recess there sort of back around the corner on the rocks i'm gonna alert the party to it and, and try to point it out even if they're eagle their non-eagle eyes can't see it as well as mine. I still can't see it. Yeah, so you guys look in, with with a little bit of uh, study, and you can you can see it. I don't think any of you have a spyglass, uh, yeah. but but from what you can see, there's there's clearly uh, a sort of recessed portion of rock where the water is sort of uh, coming around and eddying. And so, I mean, it, I, I'm saying cave, but it may just be like a recess, like sort of shallow overhang. But in that area, it looks as if there's like, you know, uh, a bit of of drab reddish cloth that's sort of like fluttering on the rocks. Uh, I'll take what's, the, what's the color of the guards uniforms? I don't remember. Uh, not that. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah. But that's, that's a good question. So the guards of the keep tend to wear sort of, uh, dark dusky sort of blue, uh, you know, uh, jerkins over, over their, their armor and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Can they be your animals instead? Say that again. I'm sorry. Be, can they be blue gur animals instead? <laughs> I don't get that. I, I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. What's a gur animal? It's like a clothing line for babies. No. Then I retract my joke, and I'm sorry I spoke. I'll just go back <laughs> to being quiet. I don't want that, John. I want you to be uh, cutting it up and throwing in more uh, granimal jokes into the, mi- into yeah, the mix. More granimals. That's what they I don't want. land. They get cut from the set list. I want. I want. <laughs> I want. I want maximum granimals. Vaughn wears granimals, so I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Ben must only wear Old Navy or something. Oshkosh. He wears Oshkosh, my gosh. (laughs) So, you guys finish your lunch as you're studying this this bit of whatever, like cloth or canvas, whatever is on the far side. You don't see, like, anybody, you don't see, like, a goblin pouring out of the cave or anything like that. It's just something that you note. Uh, at this point, are you proceeding further onward or, like, what's going on? Um, I'm going to take one of Furka's remaining javelins that I brought with me and uh, stand up from my lunch spot 
finish my sandwich and tell the guys I'm walking over there. I'm going to check this out. Okay. It's on the other side of the river. On the other side. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get yeah. as close as possible yeah. just to get a closer look. Okay. How deep and how swift is the river here? Uh, it is fairly swift, but not super deep. So it's it's fairly fast moving because of the incline of the of the path, right? Uh, but the river itself is, is certainly not over like head high. Okay. Uh, but it is more than like... Uh, more than like multiple road widths across. Uh, it would take some planning with your horses to cross. And if you were passing, if you were crossing just as a man, it would probably be the kind of thing that would take like uh, 30 seconds to a minute for a single man to sort of like wade through and get across. Well, we have, ro- how, is it, how long, how wide is it? Uh, certainly, certainly a 50 foot length of rope would span the river. Uh, yeah, that would that would work. We could we could tie the rope off to you and you know tie it to a horse or hold it over on this side in case well, you get swept off your feet. I am not very dexterous, so I'm not going to cross if it's that that swift. Uh, well, but, I'm, I, I'm honestly pretty curious about it, so I can cross as long as you guys hold the rope. I don't want to get swept away. I'll hold the rope. I'll hold you the rope. Okay, I got your rope. <laughs> <laughs> so so you're tying the rope around Alois's midsection and you guys are holding on to it as he tries to to, to cr- like creep across mm-hmm. okay e- that's easy enough to do so uh just a quick and l- dirty way to do here Alois roll 4d6 4d6 roll <coughs> one. oh what can't get a one yeah you did Four. Oh <laughs> no! You can't. You can get a. You can get a, a four, right? Uh, yeah. The the numlock wasn't on, and so, I kept hitting the four, and it it wasn't changing the one. So so roll it again. I I'm gonna ten. Okay, so you rolled a ten, and w- what is your current dex? Uh, eighteen minus a four for or no your eye. It was minus two, I think. Minus two, but it was to my uh, charisma. Okay, right. And the yeah. other guys are taking. We the, we have the, dex. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. So so yeah, you are still a dexterous son of a bitch. Uh, so you are you pass it with with flying colors. So you're nimble and sure footed. Are you uh, like shrugging off your backpack and whatnot? Yeah, I'm just gonna go across like leave most of my weight on this side. Okay. I don't need it. I am going to take my bow though and quiver just in case. Okay. So you have your bow in one hand and you're sorting your holster and you have the rope tied around your midsection. And so you've got one hand sort of out for balancing your bow in the other. So you're, you're able to, to move across pretty quick. This water is fast moving. And if you were to not be watching your footing, uh, you could be swept off your feet and swept down river. Uh, that is that is certainly a possibility. But giving your your dexterous uh, abilities, you're able to cross the river fairly quick, and you come out to the rocky other side of of the river. It's it's kind of steep on that side because the river's cutting into that side. It's channelizing on that side of the that side of the stream, right? But you're able to sort of overshoot and be a little bit upstream of where this this overhang this this small the small cave or indention in the in the bend in the river is uh so at this point you can see more clearly that it is a a tattered bit of red cloth 
that's that's there on the like on the rocks. Okay, I'm gonna pick it up. Okay, so you inspect it. Okay, yeah. So you walk up to it. The first thing that you notice is that it's not placed out. It's not like it's not like a pennant hanging in the air. It's not like something that was put out to dry. It's just a a reddish, raggedy bit of cloth that's that's large enough that it could have been the tunic off of somebody's back, or maybe perchance it was like a, a rough hewn, rough spun dress or something. You can't tell if it was worn by a male or a female, but it is a ragged bit of red cloth that appears to have washed uh to this point along the edge and as you as you look closer you see that a little bit deeper in there's more uh bits and pieces of 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 refuse it looks like there's some 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 broken bits of wood and more clothing that are deeper like deeper in within that holding Oh, well, I'm going to I'm going to poke around and does it go very deep? Uh, it goes deep enough. It goes deep enough that like it's it's out of the out of the reach of where you can currently see. Uh, is, and I don't have any torches. Is the rope still attached in? It is. And at this point, if you were wanting to go further in, you would probably need to untie yourself to like you could stretch the length of it. But certainly for you to go as deep into this little drippy like grotto area it would take a little bit more like you would have to un, un, unrope yourself hmm. i'm is there a tree nearby like could i untie the rope and then tie it to something or a big old rock uh there there's certainly that there's a big old rock yes you could you could do that there's not many trees immediately close by but there's a large enough boulder that you could like take the rope off of yourself and, and like lash it to a rock and that would be a good way to ensure that the rope doesn't like wash off downstream away from you right yeah i'm gonna do that and then try to go like go into this thing and see what i can see and kind of go to the edge of the light okay okay so you do that you get your get your rope sort of lashed off to the rock basically you just stick a big rock like sort of push it up and like shove your rope underneath there easy enough to do uh and you start creeping a little bit close to the closer to the entrance uh you notice that as you get closer to the the darker recesses of that cave you don't have any problem seeing into it it seems fairly clear as you get closer uh even though it's 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 relatively dark you seem to have an ability to discern the shapes and features of the the back wall there um and what you can see is that there is the old remnants of a like a charred fire pit there are bits and pieces of maybe some like luggage and uh some remains of uh a person or at least a couple people deeper in oh dun, dun, dun. Uh, i'm gonna search it okay see what there is <laughs> see see if i can figure out who these were and if there's anything valuable okay so you you slip in uh go ahead and make a uh a 3d6 roll and tell me what you get. 3d6. Roll. Four. Okay. Wow. Uh, and what's your wisdom? Uh, ten. Okay, so that's under your wisdom. So you you deduce, and it's it's a fairly it's a fairly clear uh, picture of what happened here. This was this was a campsite for some. Some some monsters akin to what you've been fighting out at the Caves of Chaos, whether it's 
goblins or kobolds or gnolls or hobgoblins. This looks close to some of the uh, barracks and uh, fire pits that you've seen otherwise at the cave. There was probably some uh, divvying up of loot that happened here, some uh, feasting and some uh, habitation and cohabitation and departure maybe maybe cohabitation debauchery uh but regardless there are at least two dead not upon kalish folk inside the hovel here or this 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 sort of cave area hmm any any uh, loot in the chests or anything? <laughs> no, the the loot itself has been like sort of smashed out. Like there may have been like a like a like a wooden crate or I guess it would be a little bit nicer than that. Perhaps like a chest, but it's been smashed apart, and it doesn't look like there's anything of of circumstance beyond like perhaps a bedroll and some traveling materials here within this within this area. Uh, the I guess just as far as how this is set up, there's a fire pit that's clearly out of eyeshot from, from the trail and from like the mouth of the river. Like if you were back around the bend and had a small fire, so long as it wasn't smoky and it was at night, no one would know that you were in here. Uh, And that's probably what these roving monsters were using the site for. Uh, There's a couple larger rocks that are placed around the fire pit and they're clearly like sitting stones and, the the refuse that you're seeing otherwise is like in sort of a back corner so you haven't really explored the the fire pit or the that area you're looking more at the the dirty materials and the dead bodies that are back in the corner that were you know ripped to shreds and then you know well let's poke around in the fire pit and See what there is to see there. Okay, so the fire pit is fairly small. I mean, we're talking about something that's no more than like a stride in length, you know, as the as the yeah. widest diameter of the pit here. This isn't something that would be used for for like putting something on a spit, but certainly you could have uh, a small barbecue going. Uh, and <laughs> and so you do that. You sort of sit down on one of the larger rocks, and it sort of teeters a bit. As you sit on it uh, and you look and there's basically like a couple other stones that are around. So you're like on these these teetery sort of like sitting rocks and you're, you're just sort of studying the fire pit. I'm going to sit there. That gives me an idea of the teetering. I'm going to flip all the rocks over. Oh, OK. So uh, you do that and you're the fire pit itself is really more of like rocks being removed uh, to sort of make a an indention where you could have the fire sort of out of eyesight. And the idea that you have to flip the rocks is, is a good one. You do that with the three sort of sitting rocks, and you notice that, that they flip over pretty easily. Like, they're the size that you could do that. Uh, you look around, and over beside you is uh, a pile of rocks from the, from the, the fire pit, and they look uniformly stacked and and a little bit too put together so you're sort of mm-hmm. milling around in that and that's when you find the the small uh uh leather sort of tube that would be like a scroll case if 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 i say a scroll case i mean somewhat cheaply cheaply made <laughs> well 
There we go. Nothing bad will I'm happen. I'm going to take it and, uh, well, I guess that's it. Uh, kind of get the feeling there's maybe not anything else here, so I'm going to go back outside and examine it in the light. Okay, okay. So uh, you walk out to the light. You see your, your bros on the other side of the river. You wave, and they wave back. <laughs> our, our rotten hands. Hey. We wave our, wave our rotten hands, though. <laughs> <laughs> Frowning. <laughs> What did you find? I imagine this would be pretty loud, right? If the current is yeah, you would have to shout. So do you do you true do you truly say that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna like wave the case above my head and just kind of like show them. Okay. Um, do did I get an impression in the cave like how recently whoever was inhabiting it was here? Like, are they out for the day? Are they? Or is it been like a week or two? Uh, the fire was cold, and it seemed like things were a bit damp. Uh, so it's been a little bit of time. It's hard to say if it was more than yesterday or three days hence. Uh, but it certainly wasn't this morning that people that that humanoids departed from that cave. Okay. Was the calendar on the current month or the month before? <laughs> oh, current month. It, okay. it, it's, 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 it's recent enough that this isn't like years ago. This is like in a span of days. You just know that the trail, like the fire wasn't warm and it wasn't, there wasn't like bits of charcoal blowing off of the, you know, the, the, the sticks that lay within the, the fire pit. So it's, yeah. it's Peyruntober. Yeah, it's, it is. It's, it's Peyruntober. Right, well, I guess I'll, uh, I'm going to get the rope and get back across the river and, and okay. so, check out check out the loot. So go ahead and roll 46. Okay. Oh, come on. 13. Okay, so that's your your nimble and your spry and you slip 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 but not onto your butt just like slipping along from rock to rock and you get across quite easily. Uh, as far as your compatriots on the other side, you know, all of this passes within the span of about 10, 10 minutes and you're you're a little bit nervous when he disappears out of sight, but at the same time, you're keeping a watchful eye on this side of the river and you don't necessarily see any any shenanigans uh it's it's still midday it's clear and bright out and it you know uh, if, if you didn't know that there were people being slaughtered on the hills you would think hey this is a nice place to go for a little little swim swim uh so you get across easily alois and then what do you guys do what's in the tube i don't know i haven't opened it yet let's open it open it Okay, so so you <laughs> you open this. Basically, it's a it's a a cordage of uh, of like leather rawhide wrapped around a larger like piece of leather, and so that is something that's been wrapped over and over so that it makes sort of a like a firecracker. Uh, like you can tell that there was like something wrapped up with inside it, but it wasn't like a, a finely hewn bit of of of, of, of leather work here this was this is a pretty like janky scroll case if we want to call it that and uh what you see is what i just sent you huh okay is that recognizable to any of us oh wait that's that's the uh keep 
seems to be. Yeah. As far well, that's as that's not good. As far as what you can tell, it looks to be just the general outline of, of what you know to be the keep. Yeah, but they've got paces marked off like from the inside too. Like perhaps they've had people on the inside or there's there's traitors. Yeah, we I I vote that we take this back to the keep and show somebody. This is good information, yeah. We need to go is, back is that, and, and is, is that a thing that says thirty-four dogs or is that horses? Dags. Dags. <laughs> you like dags. You like dags. I I love that movie and Sarah hates it. That's makes me sad. Often the case. What movie? Snatch. Oh, I don't know that one. So you have we'll you have this map of the keep, um, and you're going to head back to the keep proper. You can I think do, so. You can do that. You can get back within just like by dark. We'll ride certainly. like the wind. Yeah, yeah, and you can move pretty quick and get there within hours of dark. So, uh, so you uh, hightail it back to the keep. In doing so, you come right through the main entrance on your ponies. You're moving quickly. Uh, you don't even like get off the saddle before you come across the threshold into the, into the keep. And as you come in, uh, you're looking for Bosch. Okay. So, so furiously you're saying Bosch and, and, uh, your, your buddies at the front, Johan says, I, I, I be right back. And he like scurries off. So Bosch, Bosch uh, is huffing and puffing. He comes around uh, the southern wall and he's he's moving at a at a fairly brisk pace. And he says, "What news?" Um, I'm going to hand him the scroll and say, "We found this in a cave with some dead Kalish folk. Looked like uh, some orcs or bugbears or something had been in there within the last day or two. Okay, so Bosch Bosch takes what you hand him. He sort of unravels it uh, and and spreads the the scroll case out with the the, the bit of uh, 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 like lambskin that the, the 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 schematic is etched into, and he looks at it, and his eyes get wide, and he says, uh, "Great God, Payroon!" And I clang clang. <laughs> <laughs> so so he says, uh, "This is these are this is." These are this is a great find, but these are grim, grim tidings. Uh, please, if it, if you if you would do, be so kind, stay here, and I will be back. I I must go find Casimir. I mean, I'm not gonna wander off, I suppose. Okay. He uh, he says I I don't know how long this will be. But, uh, if, it, if it makes you, if it pleases you, you know, take to the walls. And-